Girl Daily podcast, written by Stephanie Bond, narrated by Tegan Ashton Cohan, produced by Propeller Sound Studios. July 2nd, Sunday. The thing I love most about Triangle Point is everything I need outside of my job is within walking distance, which is almost unheard of in Atlanta. And it's the reason this little contained community is one pricey place to live. Some creative developer decided to take an abandoned manufacturing compound and turn it into a lifestyle playground for adults. From the windows of my condo, I can see high-end department stores, storefronts for any kind of service one can imagine, and mid-rise office buildings for companies looking for a hipster vibe, all stacked and packed into a cute five-square block village. Everything is new and nice, just the way I like it. The spotless sidewalks and manicured landscaping are a far cry from the conditions of my childhood. Indeed, I often marvel how I got here from there. Typically, the route to my gym is straightforward, but it's way in day, so I'm taking a more circuitous route to offload some last-minute poundage. I churn my tongue to work up a mouthful of saliva, then discreetly spit into an empty Starbucks cup. Every ounce counts. That must be the worst coffee ever, a man said. I lifted my head to see a stocky, dark-haired guy wearing a white apron standing on the sidewalk ahead of me, holding a tray of, dear God, pastries. I'm half embarrassed he saw me spitting into the cup, but wholly irritated he would comment. It's not coffee, I offered in deference to Starbucks, which I revere, but thanks for minding my business. I used the voice that typically stopped would-be conversationalists cold, but apparently this guy was an exception. Want a free donut? He extended the carb-laden tray toward me, wafting a fried sugar scent in my direction. My mouth watered. I shook my head and picked up the pace so I could get away and spit. If you ask me, he called behind me. You could use a few of these on your back view. That stopped me. I wasn't going to let some fat guy skinny shame me. I turned back. You think so? He was still studying my ass. Definitely. I walked back. They're free? He smiled. Yeah, to celebrate a new restaurant. He gestured to the sign behind him. Graham's Eatery. I scanned the colorful goods. Mini donuts, muffins, eclairs, cupcakes, all drizzled and sprinkled to the extreme. Mmm, I murmured in appreciation. Gosh, if you think I'm underfed, I might as well take more than one. He grinned, pleased with himself. Yeah, sure. Take as many as you want. Okay, thanks. With my free hand, I took the tray out of his hands, then resumed walking. You're welcome, he called behind me. What's your name? As I passed a garbage can a few feet away, I dumped the entire tray without breaking stride. 
Oh, now, that's just not nice, he yelled. I thought southern girls were supposed to be sweet. Without turning, I lifted my sweet middle finger, then spit into my cup. I pulled my phone from my gym bag and called my assistant. Anthony Wozniak answered like he always did, promptly and sounding out of breath. Hi, Della. How are you today? I've been better. My housekeeper didn't show yesterday and she's not answering her phone. Elena? That doesn't sound like her. I didn't realize you knew her so well, I offered dryly. I, uh, don't, he corrected. She just seemed conscientious. Well, she's not. And frankly, I haven't been all that pleased with her work lately. Will you call the agency and ask them to send a replacement ASAP? Will do. Anything else? Actually, I'm considering buying new seating for the living room. Will you put together some ideas? Sure, he said excitedly. Anthony had an unused degree from a private art school, an impeccable taste. And the man loved to shop. Do you have anything special in mind? Something white. Good choice, he used. I'm walking into the gym. Text me when to expect another maid. Okay, Della. Have a great day. I ended the call. Anthony had been a find. His mother was a friend of Kyle's family, so he came from good stock and he had good manners. His creative background and over-the-top enthusiasm for retail and pop culture didn't make him the best fit for corporate culture, but in the month he'd worked for me, he'd been a stellar personal assistant. At the gym, I carted in and managed to avoid the too friendly gal at the counter by pretending to be on the phone. Ditto for the knot of bouncy Zumba girls in the locker room. I preferred the high-intensity interval workout classes and less socializing. I dropped a tissue into the cup of saliva and discreetly disposed of it. A chunky girl gestured to my workout bag, tastefully branded with, ask your doctor about Beltina for weight management. I see that drug advertised on TV all the time, she said. Do you take it? I nodded. I didn't tell her I sold it because she would probably hit me up for samples. Is it expensive? She asked. It's not cheap, I admitted, but I think it's worth it. The girl nodded. You should do one of the commercials. You look great. Thanks. My mind bounced back to Donut Guy and I smirked. What a jackass. I split the time until my trainer Jan arrived between the stair climber and the sauna to sweat off a few more ounces. I'd been watching my diet and taking Beltina twice a day, but I was still nervous when I stepped onto the scale under Jan's stoic gaze. Old habits die hard. She slid the weighted needle across the numbers on the top of the scale, down, then back up, then nudged it down again. 121, she announced, then recorded it on the form on her clipboard. You're down a pound and a half from last month. I exhaled. Good. At your height, you'd have to gain 15 pounds before Traxton put you on notice. She presented the form for me to sign. As part of my employment contract, 
I had agreed to maintain a weight and appearance in keeping with the healthy focus of the Beltina brand. For their part, though, Traxton paid for my gym membership and for Jan to train me twice a week. Are you feeling okay? She asked. Sure. I didn't mention being lightheaded and jittery. Any problems sleeping or changes in your energy level? I frowned. No. Why do you ask? She shrugged. No reason. She put away the clipboard and picked up her bag. Make sure you're eating enough and stay hydrated in this heat. I told her I would and waved goodbye. In the locker room, I pulled my phone out of my bag, along with a bottle of Beltina. I hadn't dared to swallow any water this morning. I took my overdue dose and checked text messages for some word from Anthony. Agency sending replacement cleaner tomorrow. I felt my blood pressure spike. Tomorrow? How hard? Could it be to find someone who could use a mop and a broom? I slammed my locker door, then realized in the ensuing silence how loud it must have been. I looked up to see everyone staring at me warily. And that, too, went all over me. What? I asked, then turned and walked out. If everyone would just do their job, I wouldn't have to get so worked up. This is Stephanie Bond, author of the Temp Girl Daily Podcast. If you find this story intriguing, I would be so grateful if you take two minutes to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Good reviews feed the magic algorithms that decide what to show listeners who are searching for an entertaining podcast. In short, reviews help more people find Temp Girl. Thank you so much for your support. Yeah, we move and-